Well, hello there. Welcome back to the Pretty Bold Podcast with myself, Daryl, Jamie, and Mick. How are we doing, fellas? You're not bad, mate. I can barely hear you, but yeah, I'm not too bad. Can you hear me? Really? Is that better? Now that's better. Yeah, that's better. There we go. Off to a cracking start. Yeah. Yeah, I'm good. Good. I'm going to pass it straight over to you, Matt, because we forgot to do uh, handles in our last podcast. So, I did um, think that actually. Um, so yes, uh, early. yeah, you can like and follow us on Facebook, Pretty Bubbles Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Bubbles underscore Podcast, and why not on Instagram as well? We're Pretty underscore Bubbles underscore Podcast. Whoever set these up and made them all different, what an absolute nonce must have done that! No idea who that was. Yeah, <laughs> and also of course, um, like and subscribe to us on YouTube, and even hit that notification bell so you will be the first to know. When a new podcast goes up, excellent, excellent. Um, so yesterday, we'll get started with the football. We're finally back to winning ways. We're massive again. We are massive again. Um, yeah, four one, four one win away away at Watford after playing and losing on Boxing Day. Um, what was your early thoughts of the game as a whole before we sort of talk more in depth about stuff that happened? I thought we started slowly. But the second, like from the 10th minute onwards, we were better throughout. Jared Bowen right now looks incredible. He's undroppable. And I would argue he's our second most important player. I was, I said it in the group chat and we had like a, not a disagreement. Like I said, he's our hammer of the year. And I don't think it's close. The only rival's Rice. But I, I just think right now, Jared Bowen is, the only thing that's been good in this real down period. And it's not a surprise that the second we get a win, it's because he was our star player. He's been incredible this year. He's the only players that have got more assists in him in the Premier League are Trent and Salah. And he should have had a goal yesterday. I just, right now, there's there's no words I can use to describe how good Jared Bowen is. Right? He's so, he's come on leaps and bounds. Considering this time last year, and it was this time last year that we played Everton and we started to say, does he get in this team to where he is a year on? He's, he's madness. He's, yeah. he's, he's very good. Um, Matt, what was your thoughts on the game yesterday? Yeah, about the same, really. Um, they were obviously struggling. Hmm. We we did sort of debate whether or not them not playing for two and a half weeks was going to help or hinder them. Uh, I think Ranieri was quite adamant to say that they'd only had one full training session um, in the build-up to this game. So... You could tell they looked leggy. They started brightly, obviously got the early goal. But after that, it was pretty much entirely one-way traffic. We controlled the game. We were pressing them, winning the ball back high up the pitch. They just couldn't really deal with us. Um, The front four, I think, sort of all interlinked and interplayed really well. Uh, I think, yeah, it was against a level of opposition without doubt. But that's the best they've played as a, an attacking unit and the most threatening they've looked um, in quite a while now. So, uh, yeah, it was definitely encouraging. Well, hey! It's a very colourful He's made top, it, Daryl. You feeling very happy today? Just a normal top. Mm. I was going to say, Daryl, that's, that's, that's quite timid for Daryl, yeah. My jumper sort of goes with it as well, my new West Ham jumper. Sort of same oh, Nice a Christmas present. Someone's had a Christmas present. I know. I know. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, no. Um, very happy with the overall performance, and just now we've got to hope that we can carry it on. Jamie, you like being in the dark, don't you? There we go. 
stuff in the dark. I see a little silhouette of a man. That's what we can see. James, you're just having a great time. James, you just talked about yesterday's game. What's your thoughts on it all? Um, starting off, I was a little bit like, oh, straight away, like, why? What's going on with our defence at the moment? But after after the first sort of twenty five minutes, I feel like we kind of picked up our game a little bit. We seemed quite dominant. Um, at one point, I was thinking we need to make the most of the sort of creative stuff that we're doing. And the minute we stopped crossing the ball and letting them just clear it every time and played on the floor, they couldn't get near us. So I was really, really happy overall that we adapted the game to try and get through them. Because sometimes watching us in the past, we have when we've come up against a team that sit behind the ball like they did, we've, we've had no plan B. And we've just tried the same thing over and over and over again. And uh, oh, how good was it not having Masuaku constantly on the left side? But, I think um, it was just, just knowing there was no... Like there was nothing going to be stupid. Like you just relied yeah. on the consistency of Johnson. And I just think that overall, you know, like they got what it deserved in the end. You know, like they did work hard to try and make something of the game. And yeah, we all come out happy, didn't we? In the end, so loving it. Back to back to being massive again. Massiveness is back. <laughs> well, yeah. almost. No, um, Jamie's Jamie's lurking again. My light is absolutely shocking. Love being somewhere dark. Um, I'm pr- I'm pretty in the same same frame of mind. I think they were always going to come out the blocks firing, um, especially the way we've played recently. They knew they had to, um, and we, we can really go from there. Dennis's goal, you've got to, you've got to give well Dawson quite a lot of blame for that for dive, well, yep. sort of diving in again. And being being too far off him, but at the same time, very much recently he's blocked a hell of a lot of stuff. Um, so it, it's a mistake by him. I think he, he'll obviously know that. But what a cracking little finish from Dennis, who looks like a very very good player. He looks very good. I can't see him being a Watford next year, even if they do stay up. He just looks too good. Thing is though, Damn, we, we should sign him. We <laughs> said this about Saar two years ago. Yeah, and he's still there. Thing with Dennis though, when they signed him, they always said he was a good footballer, but he was meant to be a bit of a head case. They said, I think he's got a hat trick against Ra- he scored twice in a, a two all draw against Real Madrid at the Bermabal back in 2019 20. So the pro esque of a good footballer is there. So to be joining Watford for four million pounds, I think it was because he was meant to be a bit of a nutter and a bit of a head case. But with the way he's been playing, I can't imagine he'll be at Watford next season. No, and this that's is already his. This is already his joint best goal scoring returns in a in a full season, and he hasn't even played half a season yet. So he's obviously hitting form. Um, what is it? He's twenty four, so he's still young as well. Um, so yeah, it's it's a real bargain at four million pounds. Um, but I can't. I'm, I'm with you. I can't see him being there next season, regardless. It, goal scorers nowadays are so not hard to find, but one that's consistent is always going to command a big fee. So any sort of middle to upper, anyone from sort of fighting for European places yeah. down to like middle, mid-table teams will be looking out for a player like him. Yes. Yeah. That's a good thing for them buying him for four million. Because if he does, even if they stay up or he goes down either way, they're going to get quite a hefty amount of profit on that four million. Mm. Um Especially even if even if say from now on he only scores say five more goals, 
he's still going to get a good profit on that. That would be like, if he only got five more goals at the end of the year. That's eighteen goal involvements this season. That's a fantastic reward for an, a four million pound striker. Yeah. But he's the one right you'd, now. You'd imagine his wages wouldn't be too high either. No. Um, so he's the it one right now. Picks them up. Yeah, it feels like he's inevitably going to leave, but it's just their problem is going to be over the next month or so with African Cup of Nations. Um, yeah. Well, that's if it carries on. If it, yeah. goes, Although there are, there were. I did read in the Athletic today that. There's um, a bit of doubt over whether Watford are going to release him um, because they weren't given enough prior warning. Because you know, obviously normally they have a provisional squad list that a country announces and then change that, they trim it down or whatever to their full squad list um, for the tournament. And apparently that wasn't done early enough, uh, so they weren't notified. So they could potentially block him from going, um, which could also cause trouble. He he apparently wants to go, but also realises obviously Watford pay his wages so it's it could be an interesting one to watch over the next week or so do you know another player that plays for Watford Ashley Fletcher the old forgot about out. that yeah forgot yeah. he even existed yeah he signed on a free transfer in the summer I literally was just looking up their squad list and I saw Ashley Fletcher forward has he played not... any minutes for him this year he's played three games but I'd imagine that's not Great many cup. Ah, three league games, but I'd imagine. Oh, right. All off the bench, probably. I can confirm he has played. Oh, my God. 180 minutes in League Cup, scoring two goals, 28 minutes off the bench in the Premier League. They were, when they were losing 1 0 for eight minutes, when they were losing uh, 1 0 to Arsenal, he didn't even play a minute. And then 19 minutes against Leicester, where they lost 4 2. So. Yeah, it's not like they fancy him. Yeah. Well, why would they when you've got Dennis up front of them? True. And Josh King, who's not a bad player too. Not at all. Not at all. I'll go with you on that one. Um, so after after they scored their goal yesterday, so I think we've all said that we, we sort of turned it on. Um, four pretty good goals, really. Yeah. I think every single goal was different, but very good goals in their own way right we should have had the first goals just uh, how we've played well all year just that little just keeping the ball in good areas and that that pass from Bowen just showed that he's got a lot more than just just finishing yeah Mm -hmm. and the third the penalty he won that shows you how much he works and well he should have had a goal himself but VAR decides to and then obviously the the assist for Vlasic is First goal for the club as well. It was, I think that's fully deserved for Vlasic over the last couple so. of weeks. Mm. I think so. that Bowen's becoming one of my favourite players, like to wear a West Ham shirt easily because he's so. Like, I know, like he could do with a few more goals to his tally, but you know, like the he, he's one of those players that does get you on the edge of your seat. You know, he does he does take players on. He's not afraid to have a go at people, and uh, he, he's also just got that work rate that. You know the 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 West Ham way in inverted commas that you know that we number one thing that we obviously we, we want as fans is them to try, and one thing he does is try every week. If the rumours are true that Liverpool want him, what's it going to take for us to let him go? A twenty-five-year-old striker from England, right now? Yeah, probably forty mil. I was thinking more personally. 
I would say I'd... 40 mil. Uh, what's his contract situation like? Probably. When did he long. sign? Four year deal, probably. Uh, uh, anything 40 mil plus you've got to look at. You, you have yeah. to. Yeah, bloody hell. His contract's long. His contract's he's on really... the cusp of, is it really, if you look at it on the room, he's on the cusp of breaking into the England England squad. Mm. He's, he's got another His assisting and scoring goals are fine. He says 25. You've got to be looking at quite quite a big. Oh, quite I feel big really big sorry big. for him in a way, actually, because he's, an, he's like. He's playing at like the probably the best he's of his career at the moment, and he's up against like Sterling, Rashford, um, you know, like you got Sancho and all these other different players, Grealish, that are all playing in that wings spot position that Gareth Southgate. And he's just in an unfortunate sort of situation that I think if you'd go back sort of like eight years, maybe you'd probably get a bit more of a, you know, current <coughs> Bowie. Eight years ago, you'd probably get in a little bit better, but I feel mm. like you struggled to get in that squad. I think he deserves a call up though, on the basis of Southgate goes he picks on form. If if he continues this, there's no reason why he shouldn't be yeah. called up. But he's um he's got three and a half years left on his deal at the moment, um, according yeah, to Transfer Marked, who do their market analysis, his market value is thirty one point five million uh, pounds. So obviously you translate that into that's its value, but how much would you have to pay to get him is a completely different figure. So yeah, I'd say anything forty mil ish, you'd be you'd have to seriously consider. Mm. Yeah, I also think for him right now, would he want to leave? He's so he's playing the best football of his career right now. He's just got with a new partner down in London. Um, not just any part. <laughs> he deserves a medal. He's the reason. Yeah, he's, She's the reason he's playing so well. And he's shagging Danny Dyer. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, Danny Dyer right now, the dad must be like, you're an absolute legend, mate. Like, he must just forget that he's shagging his daughter. Do you reckon, do you reckon if he's at a game, he'd sing along with a song? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> surely. Um, but yeah, anything 40, 40 plus mil for me. I, I'd hate to see him go right now. Um I think, I think Liverpool's the big rumour. Liverpool apparently really like Klopp him. Loves him it, apparently. But it's... then if he goes there, how often is he going to play? Mm. Yeah. All right. No, Salah and um, Marla are going to be off, potentially off to the African Cup of Nations. But then once they're back, is he, he plays on a right where Salah plays. Is he going to play ahead of Salah? Nah, he'll be he'll be like a <laughs> sort of replacement. And I think that they'll probably get rid of him and like probably used Bowen as like a, a if they did and you know an upcoming is it thing is his game's not he's not gonna it's not gonna get worse is it being at Liverpool unfortunately for us but um like especially when someone like the African when the African Cup of Nations comes along someone like Bowen would be a brilliant replacement for someone like Salah and Mane it's just unfortunate for us that he's in that sort of category if someone like to go there and get Guaranteed game time once every two years at 20. Was he 25? You say, yeah. Matt? Mm. It's yeah, it depends it, on what they offer the wages, don't they? That's the thing with teams like Liverpool yeah. and Man City, they can offer them like 150 grand a week just to yeah. play like one in 10 games. <laughs> it's going to be an interesting month because I think if they come in for him, they'll come in for him now. Although, surprisingly, he is the third highest earner at West Ham, only Zuma and Yarmolenko apparently earn more. 
Yarmolenko. Good no. lord. <laughs> yeah. Aaron Farrison is that. Wait, although this has got Declan Rice on three K weeks, so I don't know if I trust that website. No. I'll, I'll, <laughs> yeah, I'm no, gonna say that's not. probably not quite right. Uh, he's still up there though. He's on 80k a week from all accounts, so he's one of the highest earners. While well, Rice is on 62, yeah. So when you look at people like Rice on 62, but you look at Yarmolenko on 100, like yeah, we need to get Rice sorted. Yeah. Well, the good um, news is Yarmolenko's out of contract this summer, so yeah, he's gone Um, very quickly, um, as we are sort of already nearly 20 minutes into it, talk about Noble's performance yesterday. Solid, really a couple good. of things I want to talk about with this. Um, sort of deputising for the season for Rice. Um, I thought he played really well yesterday. Uh, yeah. First 10, 15 minutes, I thought that both midfielders were pretty um, pretty uh, non-existent uh, for about 10, 15 But once they finally got hold of the football, I thought they, they were both fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Jay, I know you're not his biggest fan. Oh, I just said it. I thought he had a really good game. I can't knock him. He was very, very solid throughout. That's like, what yeah. you want Noble. They're the games you want Noble to play in where we control the ball. He can pick the ball up in deep areas and start spraying balls around. When yeah. we're under the cosh, he, he becomes very, it's very hard for him to get into games. Yeah. I'm not really saying. I, I, I thought he was solid. Like, there was no complaints with me. He he done what he had to do. He's going to be dropped for the next game. But for what we needed him to do, he was perfect. He he done what we needed, so I'm not going to come away going. Oh, he was okay. I, he played well. I can't yeah. say anything else. Good penalty as well. Good. I know you two said at the time it weren't a good penalty, but the keeper went he so went early. Keeper went so early. He's only got to put it in. Mm. Do you know what I mean? There's, only, there's only two types of penalties: good ones that go in the net and bad ones that don't. Exactly. The ref was shocking. So bad. How like not even the VAR one, decisions. He was so inconsistent. Yeah. So inconsistent. They almost scored from a foul against Antonio, which should have been a foul for us. Yeah. I don't know how he's not seen the penalty. And how our Bowen's goal was disallowed, I just don't know. Like, it wasn't no foul. one. What's that? It was a foul. But, but live, no one seemed to even kick up a fuss. Even the, even the commentators live are like, what a great tackle. Mm. But it, it, just... it is a foul. And if you go and buy a letter of the law, yeah, okay, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Even though we're all, I think, the, I think the interesting thing to come from that is when you're looking at goals and VAR decisions, how far back in the build up do you go? Yeah, mm. um, I think that's is there a set amount? Is it just since you've had the ball? Like, I don't know. I, it's it's an interesting one, but well, yeah, yeah, a couple of years ago when uh, I think it was against Chelsea or someone where Rice Van Dyke hand the ball, handled the ball, they scored, but they said that it would pass so much that they couldn't disallow it because they no, said so I was just talk about our one, but I think it was against Chelsea a few years ago when I think it was Rice or Antonio handled the ball as he was running through and it ended up becoming a goal and they ruled it out. Sheffield, it, it was Antonio, weren't it? Because he, he had about Four goals disallowed because he had. Oh, he yeah, just seemed to constantly handball it. Yeah, it's a funny one. United as well, which me and you, me, me and Matt watched together. Actually, yeah, I was down the pub. But that's that's sort of in the build-up to play, isn't it? This one was it. It kicked it kicked off the goal, but it was quite a way back. But even the the, um, I think it was the penalty. They look. They go back on VAR and they they show they they go back looking for something which was like. 10 seconds before it all happened. 
it's a match right how, how far can they go back to check things in build up to go <coughs> mm, i know yes um, oh, I just, the, the pen how yeah how it's bad. They... it is bad harry's not giving it as a pen and also how they've not um I, i'm not too sure the center last night but he was all over antonio all game and he was all right antonio sierra, Antonio reacted in probably the wrong way in the end, but it was all game. It was, and now that's not getting picked up, even by a fourth official, which we see the other day, fourth officials can call stuff. Yeah. He's surely got to be looking at that. Yeah. So it's, 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 it's a bit, it, there's just no consistency in the moment of, of all referees and VAR. The other, the other thing I want to speak about are Noble and Zuchek and Rice. Uh, a lot of fans yesterday. <laughs> a lot of fans yesterday on social media um, were saying that they think Noble's a better captain than Rice, and at the weekend we shouldn't change a winning side, and that Zuchek is a better player when Rice does not play. What is your thoughts on all three of these going forward? Because you know my thoughts, and I'm I, I got very angry with a few people last night. I got kicked off a couple of, couple of Facebook pages. Um, I'm just hoping that flying people... the flag there for us. Cheers, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping that these people were memes, but in reality, they are probably people that genuinely believe this. Like, it's people. People think that you one. You're only as good as your last game, and yeah. therefore, what have you done for me lately? Type of thing. But it's you've got to be seriously some kind of deluded or have never watched football to genuinely think that any of those are valid arguments. The only but, thing you could potentially say, the captaincy debate, okay, Noble's got the experience, the wiser head on his shoulders. Yeah, okay, but at the end of the day, you can't just be in the side as a captain. You've got to be in there as a footballer first and foremost. Mm. And Rice is just head and shoulders above him in every aspect of actually playing football. Surely by these fans' logics, if Mark Noble would play the Euros final instead of Rice, we would have won and we would have done better. Is that is that am I right in thinking this? You're not far off. It's just pathetic. Yeah. It is. It is one game, and I'm I've always been a massive advocate of Noble. Um people know that he's he's on the way out. He's been on the way out for a couple of years now, and we know that. And his legs are gone and he's not he's <laughs> You can still be a great captain, but not a great player. We know that. Mm-hmm. And he is a great captain. But people going to me yesterday, just watching Marshall team, Marshall the team about, blah, blah, blah. I was like, do you not watch Declan Rice do this week in, week out? Yeah. Declan's learned from him for three or four years now. Declan, maybe not as a good a captain as Noble right now, but he ain't far off. And as you yeah. say, he's, he's 10 times a pound Noble is right now and probably will ever be as a player. And people going to me yesterday that... We should leave Declan on the bench because he's been suspended against Palace. He's just mind blowing. No. Like in the five games recently that we've lost, our best player in each game has been Declan Rice because mm-hmm. he drives our team forward. But Pitt- 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 anyone Pitt- gets swapped is Suchek for Rice and allows but, him to go forward. People going to me yesterday, yeah, but you take Rice out, Suchek can go forward, and Suchek can score goals. No, no, it's not like that because. Zuchek still gets in the box, but teams now know that Zuchek is a threat, right? Mm-hmm. And we've seen Zuchek be in the box this year and not score goals. Last year, he got he got away with so much. And I tried to find a stat, and I, I asked you to try and have a look as well. Couldn't find it. I could don't probably, know, I could don't probably find out. Don't know how many goals he scored from open play last year or this year, 
obviously won yesterday, but a lot of his goals are from set pieces. I'm going to try and find it out quickly for you now because I will be honest. So he's had three three goals this year, hasn't he? The first one was a rebound from penalty against Newcastle. Yeah. yeah. Um, obviously, yesterday's goal was open play. I can't even think of what his second goal was this year. No. Uh, this has he got three this year? I thought he might have yeah, two. No, three. But whoever thinks mm. whoever thinks that Zuchek's going to be a better player with Noble playing next to him is just, as you say, completely and utterly clueless about all sorts of football. All sorts of football. And it, I got really rolled up last night. And it's not like me to get rolled up, as you know. Um, <laughs> I was I was losing my losing my egg pretty quickly about people. As we, we love Noble, and he always is Mr. Mr. West Ham, but he, he's not he's not a start of this team anymore. Bright, Brighton was Suchek's second goal. And how, what was that from? That's a corner. Yeah. Again. So really, one from open play, two from sort of dead ball situations where we scored. So right. I'm just looking at last season at the moment. Uh, I've, I'll let you know once I've watched the clip right. and I've got the full data. Right, work it out. Um, anyone else we want to sort of discuss on yesterday? Uh, one, one, one more quick one. I know we quickly pressed on him. Vlasic's goal, well taken, mainly the build-up from Bowen. Could this be the kickstart for Vlasic's West Ham career? I hope so. Needs to be. Because I kind of disagree. I kind of disagree with you. It needs to be because I think he's been fantastic the last month. Yeah, I think he's been good, but I think he's needed a goal because I think people. I'm not talking like not even necessarily my hundred percent opinion on this. Just me. I'm just saying I know what our fan base can be like, and it's starting to get. It was starting to get a little bit impatient as it was, just as a fan base, just from how we've been playing recently. And I think with him, like, I think a lot of people's jewellery are still out on him. and They're not sure what they think because, you know, the price tag, a bit like the, the Anderson situation, the price tag speaks that he's, he should be coming in and, you know, knocking people out of their place. And he's still not quite doing that, even though he's playing very, very well. But I, I would say he definitely deserves another chance next week, 100%. If he's going to get into them good positions and, you know, be that can that's arriving late in the box, brilliant. He just needs to do a little bit more. I, I think that's a, that's a Moyes thing, and I don't quite always agree with Moyes. Um, I didn't agree with him being whipped up at half-time. Really? Yeah. I, didn't quite, <laughs> I don't agree with him being whipped up at half-time last week or about six minutes a week before against Spurs, because I thought both games he was probably our best player for period. Um, One set, Joe. Um, but we've seen Moyes do this with Bowen and Ben Rama, and then... Obviously, as they get settled, they play more minutes. So it could be something that he's doing, but that, that goal could definitely kick off his career um, at West Ham. Fans seem to already really quite like him anyway, um, which is a good thing. He obviously, he was delighted with a goal. All the all the players seem really happy for him to score yesterday as well when you look on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah. So it's only a good thing. And I'm, I'm sure we'll play some part on Sunday, no, Saturday. Only put, if, if we do bring Jesse and there's another player playing that position, I... Mm. That's the only worry with Vlasic. Go on, Joe. Uh, ten goals last season, four set pieces, six from open play. Okay, that's more from open play than I thought it was. Yeah, right. right. Teams know him now. Teams, teams will know. To be exactly fair, the one thing I didn't check though, how many of the open play goals were headers? That's what I didn't look yeah. at. How many were actually on the floor? Fair few fair would have been headers, I'd imagine. Yeah, he can. He still gets in the box. If you watch the he's still in the box at lots of opportunities. They just pick and choose when to go each. And people saying that 
Zucic isn't the same player because Rice has now got this forward freedom. Has no idea of football. Absolutely clueless. A um, couple of things before we move on to the game on Saturday. There's been a couple of updates from the West Ham Way and X um, in the last hour or so. Um, and I'll quickly read them out. Uh, we have agreed to sign a 17-year-old Linfield midfielder, Callum Marshall, on a three-year on a three-year deal, which would be agreed in January. The club is going to announce that officially. Um, Is it for, sorry? Linfield. Oh, Callum, okay. Callum Marshall. Uh, the other one, we are very much interested in Lloyd Kelly uh, from Bournemouth, but it'll be a it will be difficult as, a, as he is the captain of a promotion chasing side, and also Newcastle are very interested in him. And we are also keen on the Fulham and US international left back Anthony Robinson. From, uh, but that is more of a summer summer deal than January by the looks of things. So there's a couple of updates from X with transfers, uh, and I'm sure we'll add transfers into our chat quite a bit over the next month. Mm-hmm. Shall we go on to Palace on Saturday? I just wanted to have uh, one quick mention for side Ben Rahm yesterday. I thought he had a, a very another very good game. Um, it, I feel like he needed it just to kick on a bit because he's sort of been in and out of form in the last month or so and he's been hooked off and started on the bench and stuff. Obviously, he got his goal, almost had two when he smashed the crossbar um, before we got our first goal. Um, so, yeah, I thought another good performance from him and... Long may it continue. Obviously, we're gonna. It's gonna be interesting to see what happens with the side on Saturday, which we'll get to with four nails being out now for at least the next game. Yeah, it, do we know if it was a positive? Do we know if he was vaccinated or? I think that doesn't matter now, does it? I don't. I don't know. Yeah. Um, obviously, if he's, he could be released from isolation within like seven days if he can have two negative tests so it, well he'll miss the Palace game regardless but with any luck could be back for Leeds yeah it's good that they get, they've got a week off from Saturday haven't they so we get through Palace yeah and then move on to the double header against Leeds right let's let's take a little quick break and we'll move on Me and James were fighting over it then. <laughs> um, okay, Saturday, 5.30 kick-off, live on Sky. We play Palace away. Um, good result for them yesterday against a pretty poor Norwich side, as we know. Um, 3-0, I think it finished in the end. Um, Eduard having an involvement in all three goals, I believe. Um, can we get a result? Should we get a result? First, he's got a draw written all over it. This one, I feel, like we always, <laughs> I feel like we always struggle against we struggle against Palace. Um, I don't know. I just, I, I just don't. It's one team I just don't like us ever playing. Because one game, I always feel like, like going into it, I'm like, well, we should do these, and then we end up coming out a little bit unstuck, whether it's a, a draw or they get a cheeky result. You know, James. Can I just say, in our last. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty meetings. We only lost two, and they were back to back. How many times? How many have we drawn? One, two, three, four, five, six. There you go. That's probably why I'm getting my pessimistic attitude from. <laughs> we always score. Well, don't we always score weldies against them? Like yeah. I swear, like our goal of the season has and come Cal- against Palace more I'll than a lot. I'm not the odds on of Gallagher scoring. Are Felipe Anderson? 
scored a weldy against them. Yeah. My uh, my old manager's a Palace fan, and he always, <coughs> like, whenever you see goal compilations, they seem to always be against Palace, like just some of the ones over the years. So Deli Alley, when he did that little mm. flick over the defender and volleyed it in, Giroud's scorpion kick was against mm. Palace. Uh, obviously, we've had a fair few contenders as well. Um, was it uh, that Kasami for Fulham? If you remember yeah. that one against Palace when he volleyed it like across field? Who was the West Brom player that scored from like the halfway line? He just thunder-cunted it and it somehow got in. <laughs> um, oh, I do know the goal you're talking about. Um, you, can tell, you can tell Jamie's had a beard. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, I can uh, find this. It's going to annoy me. Was Matt it Phillips? Is it? Oh, it might have been Matt Phillips. Yeah, it was from a long way out. Oh, this is, it wasn't proper. Anyway, uh, you bet, you bet, you bet for this game is both teams to score. It has come in in the last one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine meetings between yeah. the two sides. Both teams have scored. Especially with our defence at the moment, I think we've got a you got you got a fancy <laughs> scoring a goal on you. Yeah, and obviously they're going to have Zahar back from his one-match ban. Um, he always seems to rile us up. Uh, Benteke didn't start uh, yesterday, so probably likely that he'll play. And he's another player that always seems to give us problems. problems. Yeah. Back in 2014, Crystal Palace played West Brom. I, I don't know what... I'm, I'm telling you this for a reason. Back in 2014, the West Brom had a holding midfield of Sultan Gira and Craig Dawson. That was their holding midfield. Wow. Craig Dawson. Holding midfield. Yeah. I, I, I just saw this and I thought that was quite a fun bit of information to tell you. Jamie Stats. Have you got, <laughs> have you got any stats for us, Matt? Matt no. Stats. No, I feel, I feel like we're just retreading all going. I could give you the head to head. We've won 24, drawn 23, lost 16. Um, back to 1906, which was our first meeting last season. Um, 1 1, drew 1, 1 3 2 at Sellers Park and drew 2 all at home. Um, oh, wait, no, sorry, that was this year. 1 all at home. The 1 all at home was on a Wednesday night, I believe, and we were terrible. It was kickoff 8 p.m. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. and that was Benteke scored for them and Sebastian Allaire with our yeah. equaliser. So, they went out to 10 men and we were moaning that we didn't go for it. Yeah. Yeah, because I only watched the first half of the training. Um, what do you think he does with the team this week? Well, Noble's going to start over Rice, isn't he? Because he's better. That's, so That's what I think. <laughs> Um, I think it will be probably the same back five that we saw yesterday, um, unless there's any fresh injury concerns or fitness concerns. <coughs> um, then Rice comes back in for Noble alongside Suchek. And then probably the same front four, Ben Rama, Bowen, Lanzini and Antonio. Only potential is if he wants to bring in, say, Vlasic for Lanzini or something like that. But it wouldn't surprise me if he goes with the same front four. It's a few days off, and it a few days rest that they can probably get away of playing the same side. Um, apart from obviously Noble coming in, uh, Rice coming in for Noble. Um, they say that they get they get Gallagher and Zaha back. 
Wonderful. As long as Gallagher's not got an injury or COVID or anything like that, because he obviously missed the whole squad yesterday. So, it'd be lovely to see him not play at all, as he's been their best player this season by quite some way. Mm. Anyone else got anything to talk about from this fixture? It feels like we're going to keep pushing for Europe or top four, maybe. We need to win. That's the only thing I'll know. But obviously, I don't think we're going to make top four. I think anything... I'll take anything but a loss. If you can come out of this game with a draw, Palace away, I'll, I'll quite happily take that. Mm. Yeah, yeah I'll take that depending on how well we're playing, I think. Um, the problem is people look at Palace as Palace of recent years. Palace this year have shown that they're an half-decent side. Yeah. Um, and it's going to be far from easy going to Sellers Park and beating them, Saturday. No. Uh, I'm gonna. I've got a nice, interesting prediction. Go on, Eddie. Start us off there, I'll, I'll just give you an update after yeah. yesterday's game. Um, Jamie, with the correct first goal scorer pick of Emmanuel Dennis, uh, picked up five points. Um, myself and Daryl, both with the correct result, we both predicted two ones, so we pick up two points, and James with a big fat zero, who went for a one all <laughs> draw and Lanzini to score first. So the table as it stands, James on 27 points. I am then third on 43 points. Jamie on 53 points. He's closed the gap to Daryl to five points. Daryl's on top with 58 points. Oh. Oh. For some reason, I always seem to get the, uh, the right goal scorer, but I can't seem to get the right results. You have backed the first goal scorer six times, oh. and the rest of us have only got, got four between us. That is impressive. You can't deny that. It's kind of impressive. It's still second. Yeah, I'm coming to you now, Gal. You remember like a month ago, you went, no one can catch me. I no one say that because it was only 15 points and that's one game. Yeah, that's true. But, don't put things but the, other, the, other, the flip side of that coin is you've only got the correct score once. Yeah. Daryl's got the correct score four times. I've got it four times. Even, even James has got it twice. So Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> um Go on in, James. Give me a prediction. I'm going to go for a 3-2 away win. Goals. Don't oh, surprise you know, me with our, with our back four. Wouldn't surprise me for goals. I don't know who my prediction score is going to be yet. I'm going to have a think. Go on in, James. Give me your prediction. Uh, I'm going to go... I'm going to copy James. I'm going to go 3-2. James, it's not like it's like you only get free two. It's not like you. <laughs> <laughs> it's gone. It's gone. It's gone. I was going to copy your goal scorer, so I can't now. <laughs> uh, well, and can. I'm going to go for Wilf Zaha. Me, what are you going for? Um, I'm going to go for a two-one West Ham win. And back in my boy Antonio again. He wouldn't score gonna, first goal at some point. I'm going to go 3 1 with Antonio to score first as well. That is it. I think anything else we want to talk about today going goal forward? Scorer. No. James just needs to give it to a goal scorer. Uh, ben Teke, first goal. Big Ben. Obviously, can be changed up until kickoff. Yeah. So uh, that's it for today. We'll obviously be back some point next week for the 
review of the first game of the new year um, and the preview of the FA Cup third round fixture against Leeds at home on the Sunday. So last thing to say from all of us is I hope you've all had a nice Christmas and a happy new year to all of you and to you three guys as well. And uh, we'll see you in the new year and come on your irons. Come on your irons. Come on your irons. Come on your irons. <laughs>